Hey friends! So in today's episode, I wanted to open up to you about um, some things that happened earlier this year that caused me, you know, um, to to need to take some time away from the podcast. And and I I do want to apologize because I um, I truly enjoy sharing with you and and um, I I just really love you know when I hear about something that I think will help you. But I was you know at a point where it was just hard for me to give because I just felt like I had nothing (laughs) you know I I, you know they say that you can't give from an empty cup and it's so true and so I guess it all started out in January it was towards the middle of the month I believe and um, my husband and I got COVID for the first time so we had gone you know all of 2020 um you know, 2021 without getting it. And, um, and then, you know, (laughs) I guess it was our time. And so we, we, um, never got it really bad. It was more like just a cold for us. Thankfully, I know a lot of people got it way worse than us. So never lost my sense of taste or smell or anything like that. I just, like I said, just felt like a cold, had a fever for a day or two and, you know, Uh, obviously wasn't feeling <laughs> well, but it, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't that bad in the grand scheme of things. But after, you know, finally getting better, um, I just felt this depression and, and, and I, something I had never experienced before, and I know it had to have something to do with that. And so just going through this period, I, I didn't understand why. I know I have so many things to be grateful for, but I just I just didn't have the happiness and excitement for life that I once did. And you know, I, uh, as you know, I enjoy getting up in the morning, but I was just sleeping. I just wanted to sleep as much as I could and, and kind of got up at the last moment, um, that I needed to, to get ready for work. I did continue to do my devotions and I'm thankful for that, but I wasn't really in the right state of mind for a lot of it to, (laughs) to really, um, uh, sink in like it should have. Um, but I just remember, you know, having to put a fake smile on my face. I do interviews for work and just (laughs) struggling to make it through, uh, the day. And, um, and, you know, then when I finished for the day, all I could look forward to was, uh, watching Netflix and just and just vegging out in front of the TV and so um, I was in this vicious cycle for quite a while. I, I distanced myself from everyone, um, and you know, except for Ralph, my husband, and 
Um, didn't really have any communication. I just was like in my own little bubble and, um, I just, (laughs) it was a struggle to get just through the day sometimes. And so, um, I remember finally getting the energy to call my grandma. It had been over a month since I talked to her and I, you know, I was so, I'm so upset with myself now for not making that more of priority, but, um, I just remember talking to her and just apologizing for not calling her sooner. And, um, and she, I'll never forget, she said, it's okay, honey. Sometimes we just don't feel like talking. <laughs> and she, you know, reassured me that she knew that I loved her. And um, unfortunately, that was... Um, my last conversation with her. And so, um, which leads me to the, you know, the next thing that happened. So she was, I think, um, 87 or 88, I always forget. But I mean, she lived a great life, but, um, I knew, you know, she was having more and more frequent trips to the hospital the, you know, last year or two, and she was definitely a fighter, but, um, you know, I guess I didn't realize how bad things were getting, and I remember on a Sunday night getting a text from my cousin, and she just said that, you know, they had put her into hospice and she had, um, been around people in hospice before. And, you know, she just was kind of warning us in a way that we might want to come see her if, um, if, you know, obviously cause she, you know, she, none of us knew how long she would be here, but in her opinion, it was probably not going to be too much longer. And so I was very thankful that she sent that text. And I remember reaching out to my boss and he was on spring break at the time. And, um, he, you know, I said, is it okay if I take a few days this week to go see my grandma? And he was like, yes, of course, you know, go spend time with your family. And me, um, you know, just thinking I still had more time. I had some interviews scheduled already. I didn't want to cancel. So I had interviews Monday and Tuesday and was planning on getting up early on a Wednesday morning and going to see her. But God had other plans and um, got a text on Tuesday evening or a little after seven o'clock and uh, from my aunt that said that, you know, grandma was with Jesus now. And I just remember breaking down immediately. Uh, I was supposed to get on a Zoom call at 7.30 and I messaged my friend and said I wasn't going to be able to get on. I had just found that out and I just just broke down and I, I was just so upset that I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to her. So anyways, I mean, in hindsight, 
I know there was a reason for that. God wanted me to remember her as she was and, and in her right mind. And, um, <clears throat> you know, and I'm thankful for that now. But it's still this hard because I wanted that chance to say goodbye. But, um, but anyways, that, so that happened and, um, you know, once she was gone, I just felt like a piece of me was gone too. Um, she, we had a very close relationship. I lived with her and my grandpa for several years when I was really young and, and she was almost like a mother to me and we had this bond that was so special. And so, you know, it was just really hard to know that I would never get to see her again on this side of heaven, at least. And, um, but I had to remind myself that she was no longer suffering and she was now with my grandpa and all of our loved ones that have passed away. And, um, I just picture her smiling down on all of us and just being the happiest that she's ever been. But, um, but there were some really rough months. So, I mean, I feel like I had even worse depression, obviously, after losing her and kind of feeling that guilt and everything. Um, and again, I mean, I just continued to stay in my bubble and, and, you know, um, I just was eating comfort food. I was, you know, drinking more. I, um, remember, you know, on a Monday going to the liquor store and getting a 12 pack of Trulies and just, I mean, obviously that is not a way to deal with the pain that just masks it. And, um, and you know, I, I just didn't really let myself feel the emotion that I needed to. I, I just wanted to block it out and, and try to act like, you know, it's never happened and that is not a healthy way of living by any means. Um, <clears throat> but, um, you know, one day we went to, or we had a vacation planned in April and, um, I remember, you know, that was kind of fun to take my mind off of it, but there was one time at the pool, it was with a couple of my friends and finally just broke down again and was able to kind of have that release that I, I had been holding on to for so long and they were very comforting and, and I feel like after that, um, I, I did feel a little bit better because I know we're not supposed to hold on to all of that, but, um, um, you know, once we got back, I was trying to get in work mode again and, um, you know, uh, it still, you know, it, it takes time to get out of that, but I had to take you know, look at myself and do some self-reflection. And obviously, um, I know, um, that what we put into our bodies, you know, what we eat and drink, it, you know, 
only adds to the depression and um, there are a lot of things that I could do to help myself get out of that funk and so I really made a point to start eating healthier you know quit relying on all this crap food that I was consuming and 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 not relying on on drinking and things like that and slowly I started to come out of it um and I'm not sure I mean um the last few weeks I think honestly as I have gotten more excited about this new direction I think that has made all the difference and I finally feel like so much more like myself again and um and so you know I think it's because when we take the focus off ourselves and put it on others you know it just makes such a difference and and you know it's so much easier to do things you know for other people and and it's getting me so much you know more excited again because I want to help you if you're going through a similar situation I want to be there for you I want to hold your hand and tell you it will be okay and we will get through this together and you know we have a loving father who wants to comfort us if we will just turn to him in these times where we feel like we have to carry all of these burdens on our shoulders and um so um you know that's a little bit (laughs) about what has happened and and obviously I I still have days where I'm sad and I miss her and I'm sure that will never go away. But recently, uh, some things that I've done to, you know, just give myself um, some time to to remember the good memories too you know so often uh we don't give ourselves that time to just sit and think and so often you know unless we intentionally do that we we don't remember some of the specifics and I still sometimes feel like you know so many times I had not let myself be in the moment and that's why I'm really really trying hard to make that a priority but uh, I wanted to share some memories with you of my grandma and um, you know this time around I am just trying to give you more of myself I know sometimes in previous episodes I've held back a little bit but I just want you to get to know me and I want to get to know you and your story and if you are going through a loss first of all I I am so sorry I know how hard that is and um and um you know I I just I know sometimes there aren't words but uh I did pull up some verses so before I share some memories about my grandma I wanted to share some verses that hopefully will comfort you Uh, the first one is Matthew 5 verse 4 blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted another one is Psalm 34 verse 18 
The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Another one, Revelation 21 verse 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. The next one, John 16 verse 22. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. I love that one. Another one, Isaiah 41 verse 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And the last one I'll share is John 14 verses 27 through 29. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. So I hope that these verses help comfort you and I just want to remind you anytime you're going through something, whether it be a loss, stress, worry, you know, uh, if you've lost a job, if you're facing, you know, um, a bad report from the doctor, no matter what it is, God is always there. He will comfort you. He will give you the strength that you need. And just remember that you don't ever need to carry all of that yourself. So um, I'm going to share some of these memories with you. And I just encourage you to take some time, especially if you're going through loss of your own, and just give yourself this gift to remember some of those precious memories and um you know when things were good when that person was healthy and um just try to keep those at you know the forefront of your mind and don't dwell on the loss just dwell on the life of that person so some of these are kind of silly <laughs> and some of them are, you know, more heartfelt. But um, uh, so these are some just some things that came to mind as I was working, um, you know, as I was just reflecting one day. But uh, one thing my grandma <laughs> used to, you know, let me get a piece of candy a lot of times after we, um, you know, were at the checkout for the groceries. And I mean... I, it's kind of more funny than anything, but, um, 
I know she would always give me a hard time because I could never make up my mind what I wanted. Like, it was such a tough decision, what piece of candy I wanted. And so she, um, you know, and it never failed. I think I always ended up going back to M&M's, but I always kind of thought, oh, maybe I want to try something new this time. Anyway, so that was one thing that kind of made me laugh. Uh, I also remember when, um, as I mentioned, you know, I lived with her for several years when I was younger and I don't know how many times we watched these same movies over and over. I just, you know, I'm so grateful for her patience because she had been sick of these movies, but I know Cinderella was one of them and like Pippi Longstocking and um, I think they're the never-ending story. I don't know how many times we watched those over and over again, but I just, it was just like a brand new movie for me every time. (laughs) So just, you know, she was so sweet letting me um, continue to watch these movies. Uh, Another thing I remember is she had this like old-fashioned malt maker and it was just such a treat at night sometimes like she would make these homemade chocolate malts and I remember in particular one time when I had the chicken pox and I have I was actually have a picture where I was sitting on my grandpa's lap and had this hairnet in my hair because I was uh I I don't know I think I had them even in my scalp and everything else but I had this like malt in my hand and I just had this big smile on my face um because it gave me something to look forward to um and I remember her you know signing me up for dance class there's some pictures that I have where I'm in this like black sparkly dress and bright red lipstick and just you know um she's you know, even though they were my grandparents, they still wanted me to get in some activities. And, you know, she went out of her way to make me feel like, you know, I wasn't missing out on things. Um, another thing that I just, I think is so important to me is that she was so supportive of my um, my singing voice. I think I might have shared in some other episodes how I love to sing and I used to sing in church and used to be a bigger part of my life. I sang in a lot of my friends' weddings and, you know, um, did some demos and nothing has come of it, at least not yet, but, um, but she always just told me, you know, that I had a voice of an angel or something like that. And, and I think she truly believed that at some point I would, um, I would eventually, um, you know, do something more with it. So I always have that in the back of my mind and hopefully one day, you know, I can make her proud, uh, watching down from heaven. Um, another, uh, memory is kind of an embarrassing one, but I'm not sure if you dealt with this as a kid, but I think I was like in kindergarten or first grade and I have gotten lice and oh my gosh, I had it so bad. And I had like really long hair at the time. And I just remember she had to get those kits and like this big light and like go through like every single strand of hair. And I think I went back to the nurse three or four times and it, 
<laughs> and every time she still found like some, and I mean, finally I got rid of it, but I just, again, I, the patience my grandma had, I mean, I can't even imagine having to do that. And, um, and you know, obviously that shows her love for me to spend hours and hours <laughs> pulling those things out of my hair. Um, Another thing, you know, she was just such a welcoming person and and especially with Ralph, it was so sweet. I mean, from the moment she met him, she treated him like her own grandson and, and that's how she was with everyone. She just me- meets you for the first time and just makes you feel part of the family and that just meant so much to me and I remember... Um, that Ralph had actually asked her permission before he proposed to me and I think that was just like one of the happiest days like she was so supportive of you know us and and she just thought so much of Ralph because I had dated a lot of bad ones before him and finally um found a great guy so um, anyways, I mean, there are more memories, but I don't want to bore you to death, but I just want to, um, I just wanted to share that with you. Like I said, I want to start opening up more to you. Um, so you really get to know me and, and I know in my, um, earlier episodes, they used to be very scripted because I thought I had to be perfect <laughs> and I didn't want to say something the wrong way and offend someone. And I just spent so much time trying to make sure every word, it was exactly what I wanted to say. Um, but now, as you can probably tell in the last few episodes, like this is just straight from my heart and Yes, I make mistakes. Yes, sometimes I can't find the words I'm looking for, <laughs> but um, hope you can see more of like who I truly am. And so, um, anyways, I, I just thought I should open up to you about kind of why I had such a big gap in my um, episodes at the beginning of the year and what was kind of going on. And I hope that you feel comfortable reaching out to me if you need a friend if you need someone to to confide in and as I you know mentioned in the past uh, you can email me anytime healthcoach.sharihaines at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you but um, I I just hope and pray that you are able to get through the loss that you're facing and and, um, you know, I just want to be there to support you and to let, let you know it does get better. And it's just, we have to focus on the positive and, and, you know, we can't let ourselves get too hung up on the past and, you know, and just that person not being here any longer. Um, and, you know, obviously there, you, there are many phases to grief and, and those times are important, but, at some point, you know, when you're ready, um, there's definitely some things that we can do to move forward. 
So um, anyways, I uh, have enjoyed sharing this with you um, and hopefully I'll share more of my story with you in upcoming episodes. But um, I just want to close really quickly in prayer, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to, t- to thank you for this time today, for encouraging me to open up and share with my friends, you know, you know, what I had have been through earlier this week and, and, or not this week, I'm sorry, earlier this, um, this year. And please just be a comfort to them be their strength if they are going through a similar situation and please help them remember that they can turn to you any time day or night and you would love to hear from them you would love to show them your love and um we're just so grateful for you and for just having such a loving father in your son's name we pray Amen.